Welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast. You are in for another exciting episode this Woo! week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going, <laughs> that was Cody's cheer, by the way, him clearing his throat. Um, we are going to start out with some intros here uh, and then go into our tailgating. So the question this week, Drew came up with it. Drew, what is your question for the week? My question is, if you were in a bet with the devil, what activity would you pick to make sure that you would win? Uh, you know, it's kind of like if he he was going to sell your soul to the, you'd have he'd take your soul if you didn't win this activity. I got you. I got you. A little devil went down to Georgia action. I see. Exactly. Um, uh, let's see. I would probably say, do we know how tall the devil is or no? Uh, in this case, he's seven foot. Oh, shit. I didn't know he's Yao Ming. some actual uh, stats here. I mean, I looked up some pictures and like there's different heights of the devil. So, I mean, if I walked into the room and he was like, if he was actually seven foot, um, then I would resort to. All right. I got a new updated stat for you guys. Satan himself um, is actually 18 feet tall. The most powerful of all being that God ever created. So he's the most powerful, largest being that you can face. Wow. Perfect. Um, I was going to say I'd play him one-on-one in basketball, but pro- <laughs> probably not that anymore. Um, I think I would, this is kind of a, a funny one, but I think I'd rap a milli against him. And the first one to mess up a lyric dies. Ooh, that's your go-to uh, Billy by Lil Wayne. and, uh, do it right in, now. Back in college, uh, I had rap star on PlayStation and, uh, that's how cool I was. And I would sing a million that was like my go-to and i didn't need to look at the screen so that was my that was my song i could pretty much sing can you give us just a little bit of a, a taste a million a million a million, <laughs> million. damn the devil's <laughs> fucked yeah you got him i've been practicing i'm i'm warmed up what, what about you guys i don't really got anything good because i didn't realize he was 18 feet tall and the most powerful creature that god had ever created um I think the easiest answer is just uh, to love. I will love way more than he can because he's made not to love. So suck on that, Satan. It's called empathy. <laughs> nice Cody, one, what man. have you ever loved in your life? <laughs> I love beer. I love Packers football. That is true. Um, you do have your things. I like gold. <laughs> Oh, Drew, man. what about oh. you? And I, I love I love uh Bree. It's her birthday, so I gotta be nice. Oh, that's nice. Oh, nice, dude. This Bree's his is... cat. No, <laughs> oh yeah, and I love Nora and Mika, my my pets. So there, the devil's fucked. Nice. Uh, it's it's so hard because it's like I thought I was good at things. Like I always thought I was really good at Blitz, the the N sixty four game, until I played you guys in college and realized. It only takes like three rounds to figure out how, what what play I'm gonna pick most of the time, but uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, I could probably beat him at most times getting up to go to the bathroom at night. <laughs> I, I'm really good at that. Uh, I could probably beat him in the worst hangover event. I I'm also very good at that. And uh, if someone dropped a contact like in the in the room out of their eye, I could. Probably He's really tall too, so that would hurt his back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So th- those are my three. I, I think thought- another another good one would be the limbo. Like, 
if he's 18 feet tall, good luck bending backwards further than I can. Like I don't got a real, I don't got really good lumbar extension, but I think I got enough to beat him. And you're All a right. chiropractor. You could just like crack your back to a, the right and position. Boop, look at that. I'm standing upside down. He's got no scratch. <laughs> I thought about the video game route, Drew, but I've got awful at video games when it, when I like play against other people. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not as good as I thought. So Well, that and then like free throws, no way. Under pressure, I'd totally miss. Like not even Same. close. Same. Even even like right under the basket, I'd probably miss. <laughs> he, the devil would probably walk up behind you and be like, these are some big shots here and tap you on the ass and you just miss them all. Joke's on you. I am the devil. Oh, shit. I think um, you, you can both beat them with um, better looking smiles. You guys are some good looking men. Oh, wow. You, you would beat them with the largest arms in the world. So I don't think I can beat an 18 footer with larger arms. Yeah, it's probably but... lanky as hell. Your biceps are going to be huge. Like a, a premature Anthony Davis, kind of. That's what I'm thinking. Like Kevin Durant style, just super, super skinny. Okay. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? This is uh, we're recording this on Monday night, right before the Packer game. Um, so, do you guys have a uh, a pregame beverage right now? I got a little uh, New Glarus, just the original Spotted Cow. I bought a variety pack, but some of those they scare me if I haven't had them before. Yeah, I'm drinking a Bell's official hazy. IPA. I have never even heard of this, and uh, it's, it. it's one is of it... my f- favorite right now. Whoa, official. Dude, I, I tried it Whoa. this weekend, and it is amazing. It's pretty official, but shout out to Bell's Official because this shit... Can you tell us where it's really brewed? Good. It is in, uh, I believe it's Michigan. Comstock, Michigan. All right, well, yeah. we hate everything Michigan, so... Except this beer. That's Except the first thing I like out of Michigan. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just good. drinking a Bud Light. Nothing, nothing to talk about over here. So, nice. hey, Bud Lights, Bud Lights, good. Official beer of the NFL. It is. Um. So speaking of the NFL, um, Week Four is pretty much wrapped up. Besides the two games going on tonight, um, it's kind of sucked for me this week. I mean, obviously the Packers are playing tonight, but the Titans uh, and the Dallas defense got COVID this weekend, so neither of them showed up to their games. Shout out to Dallas for having terrible defense. <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert, uh, he I turned I was watching the game and he almost had a perfect passer rating. And as soon as they like announced that he had a perfect passer rating, he immediately threw an interception. Um, so shout shout out to the announcers for jinxing him there. Um, Lamar Jackson was the first quarter uh, first to reach five thousand yards passing, two thousand yards rushing. Uh, took him 35 games, and uh, RG3 came in for him, and he threw one pass and threw an interception. So some things never change there. Speaking of Herbert, like with the Tyrod Taylor situation, with him getting his lung punctured by the doctor, and then (laughs) Herbert coming in and like actually playing pretty damn well, does Herbert deserve that starting job, or do you think Tyrod Taylor should have a, a right to get it back? I think Tyrod's their transition quarterback. And if Herbert can be developed enough to start right now, then why not start him? Yeah. I always saw Tyrod. I mean, it sucks for Tyrod because I feel like he's always the placeholder quarterback <laughs> in his situation. Like, he'll play, like, two to four games, and then he'll just be benched. But I see, yeah. I mean, it sucks his situation, but I feel like he probably would have been benched soon anyways. So why not roll with the hot hand in Herbert, I guess? He looks good. What else yeah, do you guys got cool. coming out of this uh, this NFL week? Dude, uh, the Vikings won. 
Uh oh, they did. They did. They did indeed. Uh, how sad is it that? So I don't know if you guys saw, but Harrison Smith he had that hit on Jordan Akins and was ejected from the game. I I understand the rules, but I don't think he should have been ejected for that. But man, George Iloka, you just know it, man. He was sitting on the practice squad all week, like I ain't playing, I'm not playing, and then he comes in. It looked bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really bad. It's like he. He was just hoping to ride Pine all year. Hey, who did you guys beat, Drew? Uh, it was the uh, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. And that's where we insert breaking news. The yes. Texans just fired Bill O'Brien and the GM. Whoa, after right. starting 0-4. Yes. He's Very gone. good. That wow. was that was bound to happen. Can they? You think that after firing Bill O'Brien, they can bring back um, D-Hop now and be like, sorry about that? <laughs> Like you guys can have you guys can have David Johnson back and uh, we'll sorry. just take this. Sorry about that dipshit trade. Gr- grateful. Yeah, Drew. I I mean I, I'm going to disagree with you that he should have gotten ejected, but I know what you mean. Every Vikings fan thinks he shouldn't have, but yeah, he should when have. You, when you come in full speed with the crown of your helmet aimed at the other guy's head, led with his head and yeah. hit him square in the helmet. That's I mean that that's the rule now. So it shook his brain I'll pretty good. Take down a a big big guy like that. Like every piece of shit safety in the league and go for the leg. He was falling. Like that's why he went helmet to helmet because the oh, dude he was, was already he was falling. pulling a, a fake just like all the quarterbacks do. Actually, he's falling and takes <laughs> off running. Sure, you can't make a case for someone who's named Hitman Harry and say that he plays with the other player's health in mind. Uh, okay, he's always I, going for the kill. I'll shot. admit it. I, I only listened to it on the radio. I didn't even see. see <laughs> <it>. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, but uh, Zimmer loves Iloka. That's a song. Okay. Was um, it? Justin Jefferson did look good again, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, he's fight, he's coming out. Yeah, you guys are replacing Diggs pretty fast, so that's not bad for you guys. But Diggs is still playing pretty damn well. But you guys, but I, I hope I hope it brings him back to earth a little bit. Like, yeah, he's doing really well. I agree with that. But you're you're not the only one who can make plays like that, Diggs. Yeah. But uh, the Bills are 4-0, something that Justin Jefferson can't say. And he is the lead receiver on a team. He's not a he second to anyone. He is. He's killing it. Um, the NBA Finals got a little interesting last night. Um, mm. The Heat pulled out a game, and LeBron left the game with 10 seconds to go. He started walking into the, the locker room. What do you guys think about that? I think uh, Jimmy Bucket's. Got buckets. What did a forty point triple double or something crazy? Yeah, he went off. You need uh, something Le- ridiculous like that to beat AD and LeBron right now. LeBron was talking some shit at the end of the first quarter and uh, pretty much telling him it's over. And Jimmy went off and uh, two to one, trying to make a comeback. I don't think they can do it, but I mean, I'd love to see it go six or seven. Um, you think Jimmy's just pounding coffee in his uh, Gatorade bottle? <laughs> Probably. Probably. All the stuff he couldn't sell. Yeah. I, I still think, I said a couple weeks ago, I think the Lakers are going to win in five. I still think they will. But, hey, at least they won something, the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, with their injuries, with Bam out, with Dragic out, like, I can't even believe that they won one game. I honestly thought it was going to be an easy sweep. So, props to them for at least getting one in there. Uh, kind of cool to see. And LeBron's a bitch for leaving the court early. That was like the biggest punk move I've ever seen. And like making, I think it was, um, what's his face? Uh, Jared Dudley check in, like 
for couldn't, 10 seconds. Couldn't, couldn't even check in. Like he literally had to like quick. It was actually, it ended up being like two seconds because there was a um, del- uh, uh, shot clock violation, I think. So he had to like literally take off his thing, walk onto the court, and then the game ended. Was I think the other biggest thing is, um, I don't remember who who are the two, but Tyler Harrow and I must, I'm assuming Duncan Robinson, they were like 10 for 30 from the three-point line. So to beat the Lakers that bad, I mean, Buckets had a huge game. I don't know yeah. what Duncan was doing. I was watching the first quarter, and he was just, just lacing them up there. He wasn't even square yeah. enough. He was just throwing them. He was doing it at the end, too. Like, they were up um, pretty decent at the end, and they were taking some terrible shots. Like, he was just catching and chucking. Yeah, like, it's ugly. It was, it was kind of bad. But, I mean, Hero is – he's legit. He looked pretty good. I mean, his shooting wasn't amazing, but he's still a, he's still a good player. Uh, Duncan, yeah, I feel like he's hit or miss. He's, he's definitely in that Kyle Korver role of coming to hit some threes and get off the yeah. court. Um, college football, uh, number two, Alabama ran over number 13, Texas A&M, Georgia crushed Auburn, um, Texas lost to TCU and out of Wisconsin, uh, the Badgers starting quarterback, Jack Cohn was injured at practice and he needs surgery. So we will not have a starting quarterback. Well, we will just not the one we were expecting. (laughs) It never is. (laughs) So I don't know. I, I know we have a red shirt freshman everyone's excited about. Uh, we have a, a junior and I think a sophomore as well. Um, I kind of want to start the red shirt freshman because everyone's like freaking out about him. So I don't know. We'll see. So this is how I feel. I usually, I love I love college football, but I'm just not into it this year with the delay and the we're not coming back. We're coming back. Yeah. And I just can't find myself to become super enthused. So it is I haven't, it is. I'll watch I haven't gotten into it. Once the Badgers start, I feel like I'll get a little more into it. But right now, I could care less, honestly, about college football. Drew, Gophers fan? <laughs> no. The only thing I've seen uh, about college football is, I think Texas Tech, I don't know who they're playing, but um, Pat Patty Mahomes was like tweeting about it or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, here we go. We're going to kill him or something like that. And they ended up losing. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the game, he's like, my bad. My, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> This one's on me. It's awesome. College basketball starting up uh, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving. So hopefully all goes well there and everyone starts on time. Um, that'd be cool to have a, a full season. Well, I guess kind of a full season there. Um, you guys got anything else here in the tailgating portion? Yeah. What's your guys' prediction for the game tonight? Uh, Packers, Falcons. 45-41 Packers. Damn. They're going to chuck it. You know, every time you play the Falcons, Julio goes off for over 200 yards. Look at like, the last three games. And now they got Ridley and, and Gage and uh, Todd Gurley. And they just – they know how to score. They don't know how to stop offenses. So Yeah, we'll, is we'll uh, is Jair – wait, did you say Jair's out tonight? Or I, I think he is. I think Jair is. What is he hurt he, with? He was. Or at least he was questionable, and they were saying they didn't think he was going to play. Um and that, at least that's the last I heard. So, I mean, our, like the yeah. Falcons defense is beat up, beat up, and they're pretty bad. Um, Packers offense is beat up, and then possibly a little bit of our defense. Um, so it could, yeah, it could be a scoring fest. I think the over-under, I want to say, is around 50, I think. Um, 
Cody's going to smash the over on that one. I would destroy yeah. that over. <laughs> Cody, Cody would that? take it at 85. <laughs> Dude, it's it's always a shootout with the Falcons and the Packers. Just watch. Yeah. Um, it should be a good game. The The Chiefs are going to destroy the, the Patriots, too. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm going to go, let's see, scoring-wise for the Packer game, I'm going to go 38 to 24. That's what I'm going to go, Packers. Sure, you got anything? I don't have a prediction. I just I I feel like the Packers are going to blow out the Falcons. But okay, Cody's I got have, um, <clears throat> Jair is questionable for tonight. I know Devontae is out for sure, so that might hurt my forty-five that the Packers are going to get. But they'll find a way. Um, Rashawn Gary is questionable. Kenny what do you Clark. think about um, the Devontae situation? Did you see his tweet um, last night slash this morning? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and then he deleted it. Like kind what of almost. What did take- say? He was like taking a stab at the Packers organization, kind of like he was saying, um, I feel like I'm ready to go. Or he said he's proven that he's ready to go. He feels great and wants to play. But other people apparently know his body more than he does. So he's not going to be able to play. So it was I kind would, of a stab at the Packers, like medical staff. Um, I would and disagree with him. Look at uh, look at KD. He wanted to get back and he's a bigger star. So he forced his way onto the court. And was that the finals when he? Popped his Achilles, coming back from that calf strain. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the medical people came out. If he's, if he's out, passing the test, though, like, what's the difference? Then passing the test this week versus next week. There's probably certain things that aren't really pass or fail, but they can just tell us not 100. percent Like you I'm know, not- those team doctors want him out there. I mean, if they're a team doctor, they're probably a fan of the team and want to see the team do well. It's not like they hate Devontae and are going to hold him out so the Packers lose or something. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. I, th- I just think other guys are just going to have to step up for, for one game. Um, well, he's uh, on my fantasy team, so I fucking hate those doctors. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pissed about it, too, dude. He's <laughs> on one of mine. Rough. Nah, it's all good. Stonehands is going to come through tonight. Stonehands. Yeah, because we don't uh, have Lazard either, because he decided, hey, I had a fantastic game. I'm going to go and get core muscle surgery sh- real quick. <laughs> like, surgery. Out of nowhere. What? I think so, did he have like 140 yards in a score? And he's like, ah, oh, that core is just not good enough. I want 200 yards. I'm open for a big night out of Tunyon and uh, Irvin. He's going to be my dark horse. In, yeah, there in you go. Daily fantasy. You uh, throwing a couple lineups together? Yeah, got a couple. Got a couple. You guys got anything else here in tailgating? Nope. All righty. Let's, uh, let's roll into the first quarter. Um, this one is... Kind of uh, an intense topic. Um, we want to discuss athletes going broke um, and having issues like after sports. I'm sure you guys have seen the news about like Delonte West. Um, he's been in the news for a while. Obviously, he's been broke, begging for for money on the side of the road. Um, he's gotten into like some street fights and some other stuff going on in his life, and he looks absolutely terrible. Um, but Mark Cuban kind of, I guess, took him in to to kind of give him some help. Um, and I guess some other guys have been trying to, like former teammates and coaches, but he's just been refusing it. But I guess when Mark Cuban, uh, Cuban comes to your side to try to help you out, maybe you're going <laughs> to listen. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a tough situation. Um, but what do you guys think? I mean, there's there's lots of examples, and I can I can talk about some of them as far as people getting hit hard after sports. But but what do you, what's your thoughts on this? So – 
I think the biggest thing is why why these athletes are going broke. And like you said, there's a lot of examples. Um, and a lot of them, like one of that comes to my to mind right now is Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson, he started a young career and he made over $400 million and lost it all. And a lot of these stories are, they blame agents and they blame gambling and corruption. But is it just a matter of not being educated enough with your money? I think yeah. that's exactly what it is. If you, I don't have any examples of names because you guys told me not to do research for this. But um, if you even step outside the scope of sports, there's always the people that win the lottery or there's movie stars. And isn't like Macaulay Culkin one of them? It's like they make a lot of money when they don't know how to manage it. And then they obviously mismanage it. And then they're poor. So yeah. I think that maybe they dig themselves into a hole and then they're already down there. They just keep digging. I think it's a solid combo of like the financial education, trusting the wrong people with your money or investments. And then just like a lot of these people don't have that extravagant lifestyle and then they get put into it and they just want to like live at the top. Um, and obviously you can only sustain that for so long. So, I mean, like even like, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but like Raleigh fingers, um, played for the brewers. He filed for bankruptcy. Like he went through a whole thing. He, he, was having trouble paying like rent and like food for his four kids and, uh, and had a lot of troubles there. So it was just like bad investments and, and got tricked into like some scams and he lost some money on like Arabian horses that he had purchased. And just like, he, he went through the ringer. Um, I mean, examples of like Latrell Sprewell too. A lot of us know the story here being from Milwaukee, but, um, choked out his coach then told the timberwolves that uh his offer for 30 million dollars wasn't enough to feed his family and uh then nobody wanted they, they didn't budge at all didn't give him any more money and he ended up being unemployed got his yacht seized um and repossessed yahtzee <laughs> and defaulted on his home and uh yeah and then his mansion in westchester so i mean i think it's a lot of like just education and trust in like a lot of these people have like their uncle he has like a great investment opportunity and they'll trust him with his like with their money and goes bad my question for you guys do you have a uh, sympathy for these people no not at all i don't yeah like i wish someone gave me a hundred million dollars to really fuck up like, I'll try not to fuck it up, but if I do, it's on me, you know? Yeah. Because like, there's, there's things out there, like, there, there's institutions in, like, what what they call banks and, like, credit <laughs> unions that will What's help that? you with this stuff. <laughs> and wealth management companies where wealth you can pay people companies. to do the right things. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you... It's you called trust... wealth management, not Uncle Rob's good idea. Yeah. Uncle Rob's mattress. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, like here, a perfect example is like AI, uh, obviously MVP of the league and stuff made a ton of money and, uh, he would buy new clothes everywhere he went. He would never buy luggage. He would just buy new clothes. I do the same thing with underwear though. Like <laughs> if it gets dirty, I just buy new, new ones. Uh, but, but uh, he, he, like got it uh, when he's getting a divorce. I think that's where he lost a lot of money. But a, f a funny quote is he was yelling in the courtroom. I don't even have money for a cheeseburger. <laughs> like, dude, that's on you. <laughs> made a hundred and eight yeah. million. Yeah, that's on you, dude. Like, but here's the thing: if you went through to a new city every week and bought new clothes everywhere you went, 
you're still not going to even spend a, a drop in the bucket of 108 million. So the close probably wasn't the big deal. It's probably his greedy ass ex-wife. Probably. Um, Does he have kids? Yeah, I think he has kids. Yeah, child support. That sucks. But And then another one is uh, Terrell Owens. And, and I know he's done like a ton of game shows now, but we, I did see him on uh, the challenge. It was like stars versus whatever. But the guy came after him. They got into a huge fight, and the guy like, yelled at him, like, you've lost so much money. You were bankrupt and blah, blah, blah. And he did. He he lost everything. And, and that's why he's on all these shows. He's trying to make it all back, which, yeah. good for him. You know, it's, it's bad investments, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely interesting to see when it happens. But, I mean, and as far as, like, Delonte West, like, honestly, his career – like he was pretty much out of a job as soon as like that rumor came out that he was banging uh, LeBron's mom. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah, I remember there, that. there was a rumor when he was on the Cavs that he was hooking up with her and then pretty much was off the team after that. And I'm pretty sure just became homeless immediately. I think LeBron seized all of his stuff. <laughs> what right, so in I the gotta, world? I got to tell you guys something. I haven't done research, but I just typed in Delon- <laughs> Delante West net worth 2020. <laughs> Do you know what it comes up as? Oh, no. What? $1,000. Nice. Nice. Why is that listed? Can you guys That's see terrible. It? That's terrible. That's terrible. Poor guy. That's awesome. I mean, it's probably way, way more than me, but still. Hey, but AI, uh, A by A. Oh, geez. A by? <laughs> AI has a rainy day fund from Reebok, but he can't access it till 2035 or something like that. But it's like millions of dollars. So that is called wealth management. Also, um, Delonte's made 14 million in his career. So it's not like he's one of these athletes making 100 mil, but I think it's a lot easier to blow 14 than 100 million. Well, yeah, it's easier too, but you shouldn't. I think I'd blow it. I feel like I blew that this last weekend, at least fourteen. You've got to put at least half of that away. Like I don't know, a million's a lot of dollars. Okay, dollars. My last one is, uh, and I don't know much about her, but Cheryl Swoops. uh, She was a WNBA star and Olympic gold medalist, and it's it's just interesting because you know WNBA. There's a argument about their pay and how much they get. But uh, she made $50 million because Nike trademarked her last name with the swoops. And uh, she lost it all and got cut from the Seattle Storm and struggled to pay rent. Damn. Do you guys, uh, do you guys remember Mark Brunell? Nope. Quarterback in the NFL. He was like on the Jags. I think that's where he like mainly was. And the, and the Jets. It was the Jets and the Jags. Um, he made about $50, $50 million playing in the NFL. And then... Um, in the end, he was about $25 million in debt, and he had about $5 million in his bank account. And then he um, invested in nine Whataburger franchises, mm-hmm. uh, like the restaurant. And five of the nine went belly up, and he pretty much had to file for bankruptcy and was screwed after that. So oh, I think a lot of it's goodness. just like just bad investments. And- yeah, but honestly, if I had Mark Brunell's money, I would invest in like 18 Culver's and Quick Trips. Oh, and yeah. if they went up, that's just bad luck. We need Culver's on the West Coast, man. They think uh, In-N-Out's the shit. They, they need to experience the Butterburger. I had In-N-Out one time. What's well, Whataburger? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's popular in like the South, I want to say. It's like it's kind of the same thing, like a, a burger chain. 
Okay. I the feel like one, in like Texas is super popular. I know uh, Antoine Walker too. He lost a bunch in bad checks to the casinos in Vegas. He's he's broke. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard some some stories about him. Um. All right, we can jump into the second quarter here. Um, this is a another good one. Um, some recent news about Kyrie. Crazy Kyrie, always always talking about something ridiculous, um, and he is saying that the Nets might be better off with no coaches um, or without a head coach, and that they could probably coach themselves better than anybody else will be able to, and co- head coaches aren't necessary. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Kyrie's crazy take here? Do they need a head coach? <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying is I, I just I want to see what happens. I want to see one one NBA team or NFL. No, I feel like it has to be NBA. You got to have NFL. But just see what happens. I mean, like it's a it's it's insane. It's insane to think about that you're you're not going to have a head coach and like anybody who thinks like they don't make a difference. Like some of them are pretty bad coaches, so maybe some of them don't make as much of a difference. But I mean, like you're going to have good coaches and like to be able to handle like different personalities and just different plays and schemes. Like you can't expect like somebody to be playing on the court and then calling a timeout and going over and then drawing up a play. Like that's absolutely ridiculous. I so, think, in my opinion, I think what they need is a, I don't think they need a head coach. Like did Ty Lue really, if Ty Lue wasn't in the picture with LeBron and the Cavs won a championship or not, I would assume. So I think that, they need like a personnel manager because it is a lot of big egos. But if you get these super teams like all around the league that are popping up, like in, in LA, like I don't think they even need a head coach there. They got enough power, honestly. <laughs> Do they have um, a head coach? I'm not sure who's there anymore. I, I don't even know who it is. Um, so but I think like Bogle, the, yeah, it's Bogle. Yeah. But like if you look at Pop and like what he's done with really, really average Spurs team, like that's a fan, that's probably the, one of the greatest coaches in history who can excel a team. But I feel like, that the average and below average coaches, those teams can pretty much run themselves. I feel like the the super teams are pretty much like pushing like that head like the the need of a, a great head coach out of it. And it's kind of like and then and then having those super teams, like if a team doesn't do as good as they think, like coaches are quicker to get fired as well. I feel like so it's like if you're like, oh, you're not winning with this team, like you're gone after 20 games, like whatever it is. But I mean, like back in the day with like Phil Jackson, like having to deal with like Shaq and Kobe shit and like still being able to win or like Rodman's antics. Like there's no way a team like that could have went without a head coach. Like there's that's a personnel manager. That's all they do. They just deal with the feelings. But he's also like installing their their triangle offense and he's he's taking control of the game like he's, not he's just still trying to install there, that like, to this day okay rodman go to vegas and then he just leaves like. <laughs> so what about a good example is like when they fire like a head coach like bill o'brien and then an interim coach comes in you know he doesn't carry the presence of a head coach of the players but does the team always get significantly worse i don't think so there's sometimes that the interim coach does well I mean, I think it depends on like how much the team respects that coach, like stepping into that role. Like if it's just like an interim coach and they're just like, eh, whatever. Like, but there's a lot of those coaches who like should have head coaching jobs in other places. So it's like some of those coaches can step into that role and like take authority, but then there's some that probably shouldn't be in that situation. <laughs> 
So is, is it a matter of, like, let's just use the NBA. Is it a matter of drawing up plays or is it a matter of time management? Like, who's going to be in the game? Like, it, like, let's just use, like, LeBron. Let's say he's running the, the court. He's not going to come out until he wants to come out, right? Yeah, like, I have, a, I have a Kobe documentary where he breaks down, like, game film. And he talks about how him and Phil Jackson had, like, an, a, pretty much an agreement. Like, he didn't have to, like, Phil would take him out. But he didn't have to get permission from Phil. Phil wouldn't look down the, the bench and be like, all right, Kobe, back in the game. Like, Kobe would come in the game when he felt like he had to come back in the game. And that was, like, during their, like, reign, like, when they were killing it. Um, so he would just be sitting there on the bench. He'd take two minutes off. And then, like, as soon as, like, either, say, the Spurs score four straight points, he would just check himself back in the game. So, I mean, it's like... But that is also a special situation. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen a lot. But what about uh, that headline with uh, where it's saying that Rogers acts like he can't, his microphone's not working in his helmet, just so he so he doesn't have to call that play. So then he makes up his own play. That's kind of taking the head coach out of it. I mean, I heard he was just fucking around with Lafleur. Just he just wanted to mess with them. Like I heard that wasn't necessarily true. Like he was doing that, but as a joke. So I don't know. But I'm sure he was doing that shit with McCarthy because McCarthy's terrible. Shout out, Cowboy fans. <laughs> yeah, how is that working for him? Oh, Lord. Um, but so let's let's go into this then. So I want to talk about coaches, not just the greatest coaches of all time, but coaches that made teams better. Co- coaches that made teams contenders that weren't going to be. Greg Popovich? That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Popovich is probably the one of one of the best at it. Um, Mike Krzyzewski. I mean, look at Spolstra. Like, yeah, everyone knew Spolstra when he had LeBron and he had everyone. But I mean, look at his squad now. Like, it's it's a bunch of guys who, like, you got Jimmy Butler who hasn't really been there, like in the finals and and doing that. And then he's got a bunch of like role players around him, pretty much. And I mean, they're down two to one against the Lakers right now against the super team. So. Obviously, Spolster's been doing something right for a while, um, and what I think about, a lot of a lot of that stems from Pat Riley too. I think because yeah, wasn't it Pat Riley who who drafted or got LeBron? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. And then Spolster came in, and I think a lot of it. And Pat Riley's still there, so I think a lot is of he, it stems. Is from he him. front office now, Pat Riley? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he still has his hand in all the the moves. Um, what about like present day coaches that aren't greats yet? Like um, this one, I'm only going to talk about because it's Packers. But Matt Lafleur. For taking over a team with a quarterback that's supposedly on the on the downside of his of his career, has no wide receivers and an average defense. He's not doing half bad. He's got one hell of a winning record for someone who came into something that's not supposed to be so great. Yeah. I feel like that too is like a good situation of like the player coach. Like I feel like LaFleur is like a like he relates to Rogers because he's like younger and like I feel like they just have a better relationship as far as like almost like a friendship. Um, whereas like some coaches can't necessarily do that or players don't respect him as much, but I feel like he just gives Rogers enough freedom. So that's another interesting situation because some of those player coaches can really thrive and some of them suck and players just take advantage of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to shout out to Bill, Billy B because, uh, the pads were really bad from 1987 to 1995. And then he came there and, uh, 2000 and you know, the rest is history. So Built a yeah. dynasty. Yeah. He's definitely sure. one. Uh, I have one that I don't really agree with with myself, but uh, Pete Carroll, when he came to the Seahawks, and then, dude, they've 
they won the Super Bowl, whatever, three years after he was there, and then they've been pretty dominant since since then. I yeah. think that they also have one of the most underrated quarterbacks in NFL history, but that only plays a small part, I guess. Dude can throw uh, throw dimes. I don't he's know had like that. one of the worst offensive lines to like three out of the last four years, and he still makes plays. So yeah, he had that crazy pass to Metcalf last week where he I don't know how he squeaked it in, but he literally put it in the one spot that that it had to go. Um, he's freaking yeah. Good. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, coaches I think are always always going to be necessary, and they're always going to be there. But um, I do agree that they can play a lesser. That's a role in some situations. Yeah, I think so. I'll just list off a few more that I had. Uh, Joel Quenville, he he uh, made the Blackhawks into what they are today for hockey. Uh, Lenny Wilkins, I didn't really know who that was, but he coached the Seattle Sonics and then the Cavs and almost won a championship with the Raptors, but we know what happened there. And then uh, Joe Madden, he went to the Rays in 2008 and uh, went to the playoffs in 2010, 11, 12, 13, and then went to the Cubs and won a World Series in 2016. So didn't he do something with the was it the Rays or where was he? Didn't he like make a bet with the team? Like if they can make it there, he would dye his hair like bleach blonde or some shit. I remember there was something he like bleach blonde his hair for the team. I swear it was a bet. No, that was just me this summer, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I haven't seen anything about that. Let me look. I mean, it was it was way back in the day. Like Maybe I could be completely wrong, but well, I'll move on with my last one. Then Bobby Cox. It's just kind of cool with Bobby Cox because uh, in 1991 he took the Braves, who were last place, to first place, and then uh, he made the playoffs every year from '91 to 2005. That's pretty impressive. So awesome. That's all I got. Beer break. Also, go try out some of the great flavors of pre-workout at BuckedUp.com. Use our code Brats20 to receive 20% off. Uh, they have some great pre-workout protein apparel. Go get some new stuff for all your workout needs and save some money in the process. All right. So I just want to uh, give a little update here really quick. It was Lou Pinella. Um, He said that if they won their next three games in a row, he would dye his hair blonde. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't Madden. But Madden was there after him. So, yeah. Right on. Right on. Um, all right, so we can jump into halftime. Should we, uh, Dude, should we let's do a little... surprise showdown, man? Let's should do it. Do a little surprise showdown, yeah. All right, let's call. All right, let's call. Let's call Uncle Tony. He was on one of our first episodes. Um, I guarantee you he's probably watching baseball or I don't know. Let's uh, let's give him a call here. He's out in California. Who's he going up against today, guys? You. You. Me? Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm going to write him down. Yeah, Sean. Why are you calling? Uncle Tony, what's going on? This is the uh, Brats and Beers podcast calling you. Hey, guys. <laughs> what up, Tony? Uh, the guys say hi. Um, what, are you, uh, what are you doing right now? Oh, wow. What game? A's? Astros, A's. Nice. Who's winning? Uh, it is the A's, but we'll see how long. Okay. Okay. Who you got winning the uh, Packer game tonight? Okay. Okay. I can respect that. 
Um, well, would you like to participate in our um, surprise showdown this week? I mean, what happens if I say no? I mean, we'll just call somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, the guys want me to go against you, so I guess I'm going to have to go against you. Okay, but I'm sure you know the question. I do well, not, no. I really don't. have to come up with something. i talk to Drew about it in a minute. Yeah, Drew and uh, Cody. Can they hear? Can he hear us? Yeah, he can hear you. He should be able to. You can hear us, Tony? I can hear you guys. All right. So when I say fuck the Cowboys, you can hear us loud and clear? I'm trying to get the breaking up. What was that? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean. Go away. Get out of here. Okay, we can do we can do um, active NFL tight end. Okay. So we'll give, right, you, so we'll give you 30 seconds. List as many as you can. And Cody will say go. Alrighty. So current NFL tight ends, uh, they don't have to be starting. They could be on the team and we'll give you 30 okay. seconds starting now. Okay. Ertz, Godwin, uh, Blake Jarwin, uh, Jimmy Graham, uh, Davis from the Titans, um, Kelsey Kittle, um, Hayden Hurst, uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. Schultz from the Cowboys, uh, Jason Witten, and I'm drawing a blank. 30 seconds there. Is Jason Witten currently playing? Yeah, isn't he a Seahawks? With the Raiders. A Raider. Raiders. He's a Raider. What was the second one you said? Did you say Godwin? From the Eagles. Oh, Goddard. Okay. Oh, Goddard. Okay, yep. Yep, yep, we're done. Come back. All right. So what did he end up with? He got 10, exactly 10. Ten. All right, Sean, can you hear us? Yeah, that sounds like a hard number to beat. So we were going to go with um, active MLS players, but we <laughs> figured that you could only both get about three or four. So we, we had a quick audible. Um, so 30 seconds for you. We are going to do current NFL tight ends. Uh, they don't have to be starting. 30 seconds starting now. Robert Tunyon, Jace uh, Sternberger, um, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Dalton Schultz, um, Jimmy Graham, um, Everett from the Rams, um, Austin Hooper, um, Hawkinson. 30. Oh, second nine. No. Oh. No one said like the Jared Cooks or the uh, Darren Herbs, Waller. Kyle or, Rudolph. You didn't God. say Kelsey or Kittle or Aiden Hurst. Oh. Just the worst. <laughs> I'm so bad at this game. Congrats, Anthony, Tony. By one. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to, he can take my spot. You guys are now listening to Chorizo y Cerveza. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna do a branch off podcast, and that's what it's gonna be called. A sister <laughs> awesome. podcast. Where we go around naming all MLS current and former players, starting with. <laughs> so what happens now that I win? Do I get a T-shirt, a sticker? You're gonna be in the. You're entered into the final um, surprise showdown of the season. So all the all the people who beat us get entered into the the last one and then there's a championship at the end. Nice. 
So good job. So far, just two, right? Yeah, so far, it's only you and one other guy so far. And they've both played against me, so that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys know who's holding you guys back. Yeah, I'm the weak link. But I I don't want – I want everyone to have a chance, you know. It's 2020. I want everyone to be able to win and feel good about themselves. So I knew I was at nine and I was like, oh, I got to let Tony win this one. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. If, if we whooped all of our fans like butts, we, we just, nobody would be in the championship at the end. Like it wouldn't what be fun. What was ESPN game? Or was it Stump the Schwab? Stump the Schwab, yeah. Yeah. It stumped the Sean, but we found out that's pretty easy to do. <laughs> that happened week two, so we had to... It's all right, though, Anthony. Uh, Anthony's a Cowboys fan. They're having a little struggle fest right now, but he's enjoying Mike McCarthy, so hopefully he's there for the next 10 years to help you guys win a game I mean, sometime in those 10 years. <laughs> we're an onside kick away from being 0-4. Yeah, you, I mean, you guys should be 0-4 if the Falcons weren't god-awful. And Dak is probably having one of the greatest years ever. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, your defense is just rough. He's not looking fifty million a year good, but he looks good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we're in the NFC East and we're a half game out of first place. So. Yeah, and you'll make the playoffs. So. Exactly. So I'm not really sweating it. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried. Well, thank you for uh, for playing today and kicking my ass. No problem, you know. It was fun, guys. Do you have anything to say to the the listeners? Uh, keep listening. Nice. That's great advice. Share. Share. Sharing is caring. I love thanks, it. Thanks, Tony. Love it. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, Take Uncle it. Tony. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. So that was Uncle Tony. He whooped my ass, took care of me there. Um, as always, I'm always the one to beat. But uh, we can go into quarter three. Um, but Drew is going to take over on this one. So let's listen. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the introduction, Sean. So uh, Uncle Tony talked a little bit about Stump the Schwab and Stump the Sean, but uh, today we're going to play a game with Sean and Cody. It's called Doctor versus the Doofus. <laughs> oh, God. So let me explain the game a little bit here quick. Which one so, am I? <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out to, after the game. Uh, so I'm going, it's going to be a, consist of two rounds, okay? I'm going to randomly select one of you to start, and I'm going to ask you a question. There's four questions. The questions consecutively get get easier as they go. But if you can't answer the question, it goes to the next person. If they can't answer the question, then they get the next easiest question and so on. And then the second round, so try to remember the names because the second round, I'm only going to say one word and you have to try to guess from there. Mm. And right. I'm going to give you points based on, so if you answer the first question, I'll give you four points and then three and then two and then so on. Okay. Let's get started. Uh, okay, I'm going to start with Cody. Okay. Wow. Right. We got the doctor up first. Question hey. number one. One of his ancestors was a Creole and an influential figure in Spanish West Florida in the late 18th and early 19th century. Uh, and they're professional athletes. It could be. Um, is it Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Nope, but uh, it is also okay to guess. You're not out, but you're, it goes on to Sean then. Sean, do you have an answer for that? Um, Tua Tagliovia. Nope. All right. Second clue. Sean, in 1990, his senior year of college, he was involved in a near-fatal car accident where doctors removed 30 inches of his small intestine. 
What the fuck? Oh my god. This is really Stump the Schwab, isn't it? Um, we're going to go with pass. Cody? So, 1990. And this person that we're talking about lost that much in testing? Yeah, and it was his senior year of college. I thought you said the questions get easier. <laughs> Dan Marino? Nope. Sean? <laughs> he was not question. a senior in college that year. Number three, he was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the second round with a 33rd overall pick in the 1991 NFL draft. Red favor. Ding, ding, ding. Three points for Sean. Sorry, two points for Sean. The doofus. It's two points for the doofus. All right. I didn't question. know he lost that much in testing. Yeah, neither did I. All <laughs> right, on to the next celebrity here. Cody. Wait, that question. was all about Brett? Those are all about Brett. Yep. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Okay. Yep. What the fuck's the Crioli? I think I th- it's I thought a, he said uh, Crayola. <laughs> it's a crayon. <laughs> it's like a it's a heritage. Um, okay. Quite actually, we'll stick with Sean's and C one. Question number one. Was born right handed, but was converted to being a left handed hitter by his father. Um Mark McGuire. Nope. Cody. Christian Yelich. Nope. Cody, question number two. He appeared on the show MTV Rock and Jock Softball with his father. Barry Bonds. <laughs> nope. Sean? Ken Griffey Jr. Nope. Sean, question number three. He hit a home run off Tigers third base coach Terry Francona into the upper deck when he was 12 years old in 1996. Um, Johnny Damon. Nope. Cody? So he was 12 and 96. Yep. Oh, he was 12 and 96. <laughs> oh, God. So in 2006, he would have been 22. Fuck. Um, Jerry Maguire. Nope. <laughs> Cody, question number four. He played for the Milwaukee Brewers from 2005 to 2011. Ryan Braun. Nope. Sean. 2011 he's still playing with him <laughs> um give me one more ricky weeks nope give me one who is it cody is it prince it's prince fielder oh my Do- doctor and doofus no points that round couldn't even think of him all right wow, uh so we'll yeah. go back to sean then sean question number one he was homeschooled, and one of his good friends was future NFL quarterback Sam Bradford. Um, Jared Goff. <laughs> nope, Cody. I freaking heard this story. I don't remember who the hell it was. Sam Bradford was his best friend. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be best friends with Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Carson Wentz. Nope. Cody, question number two. He played basketball for his dad at Oklahoma Christian School. Oklahoma Christian School? Yep. Is that a college? No. High school. That's a high school? Uh, Jordy Nelson. Nope. Uh, did I ask you that first, Sean? Or Cody? You just asked me that, yeah. Sean? We're going to go with... I really, I have no idea. All right, Sean. Question number three. In 2011, he won the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. This fucking throws me off. I thought we were talking about an NFL player. Nate Robinson. (laughs) 
Nope. Cody? What year were we in 2011? 2011. So that would have been our sophomore year of college as a cross. Can we give Sean one more guess and then I guess both my guys? <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. I don't think any of them are Christians like that, but. Zach Levine. In nope. 2011? Cody? Oh. I'm between. I can pick both. Sure. Okay. Uh, Dwight Howard and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Oklahoma, you guys. Oklahoma. He gets. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Two he points. gets he gets point five points for that. Since <laughs> I gave you two guesses. We're good. All right. I didn't want Cody. that guess. Number one, next round. He was born in Castle Rock, Colorado, in 1996, and played for Valor Christian High School. 96 from Colorado. What did he play? He can't tell you. That's just he just played. He he played all the sports there. <laughs> he he probably did. So he's a. Oh, I already got currently this. twenty-four. Four I'm getting four points. Damn it, Sean's already googling ahead of me. Oh, I know it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. God, fuck you! Damn, dude, four God points for Cody. Oh, I wasn't crap! Even, I wasn't even googling like you just were with your eyes dodging your screen. <laughs> Son of a bitch! His dad played for the Denver Broncos. Blah blah blah. All right, Cody gets the next one. I hate His you, senior oh, yeah. year of high school at D.W. Daniel Lions. They won their third South Carolina State Championship. Senior year of high school. <laughs> In what sport? Basketball. Um, Kevin Durant. Nope. Sean? Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> um, we're going to go South Carolina. Jadavion Clowney. Nope. Sean? He played for the Clemson Tigers football team from 2010 to 2012 under head coach Dabo Sweeney. 10 to 12? Oh, okay. Do you know it? No, I'm going to guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on it. Cody? I, I literally can't think of a name. Pass. Cody, question number three. He was raised by his single mother who was left completely blind after an incident with acid being thrown onto her. Is it Deshaun Watson? Yes. Nope. No. No, it is it's not. not. Sean. Um, DeAndre, oh, DeAndre, fuck, Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Two for Sean is grateful for being on the Arizona Cardinals. See, I was going to think that, but I didn't realize that he was in the league that long already. Yeah, it's eight, crazy. Eight years he's in the league? Yep. Yeah, he played at Clemson. <laughs> I knew he did, but I thought that was like 2015. Dude, I didn't know that. Sean, question number one. This fictional character was a graduate of the California Institute of Technology, better known as Caltech, where he co-founded the company Gray Matter Technologies. Um, Walter White? Fuck, Sean. That is impressive. Four for Sean. What the fuck? Gray Matter, bitch. Walter White and whatever the dude's name was. I know. I didn't remember that. He goes by the aliases Mr. Lambert, Mr. Mayhew, and David Lynn. He moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. His best friend is Jesse Pinkman. Yep. All right, Sean. Question number one. Wait, what one. fictional character? What is that even from? It's Walter White. Breaking Bad. Come on, dude. You serious? He created Gray Matter in Breaking Bad? Gray yeah, Matter Technologies. Company, the company that uh, Elliot, the guy who he hates, who he scares at the end with his wife, Gray Matter. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dude, I don't remember any of that. Okay, Sean. Question number one. Born to farmers who had season tickets to Kansas State games. That's it? Yep. That's super fucking easy. 
I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Cody, is it Jordy Nelson? Jordy Nelson, it is four points for Cody. State, baby, he loves farming. And what's the score right now? Uh, I think I'm only up two. Yeah, Cody's only up two. How many do we have left? Ten. We have ten, ten rounds total. Ten rounds total. Holy shit! This is gonna be a two-hour podcast. You guys are on question eight. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question eight. Uh, Cody played quarterback for the Brandon Bulldogs in Brandon, Mississippi from 2011 to 2014. Patrick Mahomes? Nope. Sean? Lamar Jackson? Nope. Sean, in 2018, he enrolled as a grad student at Washington State and played Iowa State in the Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. What year was that? 2018. 2018, Washington State. He played quarterback? Yes. Um, John, stop that search, and I see your eyes bouncing around over there. <laughs> Maybe it's written on my ceiling again. I hope it is. <laughs> um, we're going to go with 2018. Justin Herbert. Nope. Cody. Uh, Kevin King. Nope, Cody. He made his NFL debut on 9-8, September 8th, 2019 against the Kansas City Chiefs, where he threw 22 for 25, 275 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. 2018 debut. 2019, September 2019. Josh Allen? Nope, Sean? Against the Chiefs. There's three quarterbacks drafted in that draft, right? Dude, I got... I can't even think. I don't even know. I got okay. one guess. All right, Sean. Question number four. Some say he looks like a porn star. <laughs> oh, Jimmy G? Wait, no? No. Is it <laughs> Daniel Jones? No. Is it Gardner Minshew? Oh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the stash. I said Jimmy G too much because he was fucking a porn star. Yeah, not you're because, right. Uh, you're right. Like one because he was fucking one. God damn. Uh, so nothing for that one. So Cody starts. Cody, he was hey, he the first. Last, didn't he? Yeah, because he, he keeps oh, the winner. Okay. Winner goes. He was the first high school player to ever try out for the U.S. national ba- baseball team. The first what? He was the first high school player to ever try out for the U.S. national baseball team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Sean. Pat Connaughton. Nope. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He signed a letter of intent to play ball for the University of Miami and also to play quarterback there, but turned both of them down. Oh, Russell Wilson. Nope. Fuck. Cody? Um, Peyton Manning. Nope. Cody, question number three. There's a lot of scrutiny around him for using PEDs, especially steroids. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, insert baseball player here. Um... PEDs. Um, Ryan Braun. <laughs> nope. Sean? Giancarlo Stanton. Nope. Sean. He's engaged to Jennifer Lopez. Oh. Alex Rodriguez? There you go. One for Sean. All right. Last know. round. Are they only engaged? I think they're just engaged right now. Last, yeah. last round before the lightning round. Question mm-hmm. number one. Middle name is Gene, and he attended DuPont High School in Rand, West Virginia. He excelled at football, baseball, basketball, and track. Oh, Randy Moss. Fuck. Good job, Rand, Rand, you, baby. Woo! I did not know that. So uh, here's a story you guys might not know. He was so- 
highly sought after by many colleges, and he signed an intent to play with Notre Dame. There was a fight at his high school, and it actually turned into jail time, and he was dropped by Notre Dame. That's why he played at Marshall. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you've ever if you've never seen Thirty for Thirty, Rand, you check it out. It's fucking awesome. Okay. So so now you guys have the names. We are going to get. Can I tell you something quick? Yeah, yeah. I just want to interrupt you. So Rand U is what they would call their like neighborhood, and I'm pretty sure this is 100 percent positive from the story. I'm trying to remember, but um, that's what they would call like their corner gas station that they had in Rand, and that was Rand U, where all like the the dropouts and all the all the athletes who thought they were going to make it and didn't make it, they would all hang out at that gas station, and that's what they would call Rand U. Really. And you crazy. Okay. Well, the score right now is 13 to 10. Sean is in the lead. Doofus is leading the doctor. <laughs> and here comes the lightning round. So Ooh. Sean, we will start with you. I'm going to say one word and you have to tell me who it is. Let's do it. All right. Let's start. At number one songbird songbird. Remember, these are all people we've already discussed. Alex Rodriguez. Nope. Cody. Gardner Minshew? Nope. Sean. Or Cody. Hands. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. I see that. Is this the same person as Songbird? Yes. Oh, okay. Jordy Nelson. Nope. Sean. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, sir. Two for Sean. Why Songbird? What's Songbird? Cardinals. Oh. Oh, I see you're playing like that. Number three would have been birds. Nuke. Okay, here we go. Question number two, Sean. Moon. Shine. No, I'm just <laughs> um, moon. I don't know, Alex Rodriguez. Nope, Cody. Randy Moss. Randy Moss it is. Three points oh, for Cody. Points Dude, for the I, doctor. It went through my head too. And I was Isn't like, that four points for a first uh, question win? Uh, there's only three in these, in these oh, rounds. Oh my goodness, I need all of them. Okay, uh, Cody, question number one, chemistry. Oh, Walter White. <laughs> Damn it. That one is really Give easy. Give him a hard one. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't know who Walter White was. I know. I know okay. the Okay, uh, Cody, question number one, Christian. Er- <laughs> McCaffrey. <laughs> Keep him coming, baby. There's three more. <laughs> okay, we're going to redo that one here. Okay, Cody, question number one. Gamefly. Christian McCaffrey. Nope. Sean? Gamefly. Like the DVD rental thing? Gamefly. Jordy Nelson. Nope. Sean, sooner. Oh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin for two. All right, Sean. Uh, What is Gamefly? I think it's where you rent games and shit or something. Was he on like a jetpack and he comes through? Oh, that was Gamefly? I think so, yeah. I want to question that. Okay. Sean. So. King. Yeah, it's Rodriguez. (laughs) Nope. Cody King. Is it Prince Fielder? Prince Fielder, it is. Three points for Cody. God. Oh, yeah, it was Gamefly. I was just looking it up. Hey! Get off your phone. No, I was just looking at this up. <laughs> Fucking cheater. I wanted to find that game fly to fact check him. All right, Cody. Question number one. Vegetables. Jordy Nelson. Nope. Sean. 
I mean, I kind of have a. I'm just gonna say a rod just for the fuck of it. All right, Cody, uh, Sean. Next one, yeah, snake. God, why am I drawing blanks? I know we talked about snake. Snake. I'm a snake. You're such a snake. This one's more of a play on words. I don't know if it really makes sense, but whatever. God, I can't. I, I, I got a pass. I can't even think of who the fuck we talked snake. about. Cody. Um, Brett Favre. Nope. Cody Stash. Gardner. Ah. One. All right, we got four more left here. What was your snake play on words? Garter. Oh, God. Cody, religion. Christian McCaffrey. Fuck. (laughs) Just hand him the easy ones, you fucker. Cody, Christian. God. (laughs) Well, we got to make sure the doctor wins this one. All right, Cody. Uh, Number one, juiced. Um... A Rod. <laughs> that one. I've said it six times. I know. All right, Cody. French. French. Um, that's where I would have assumed it, like it got not meant shoe. Did you be like one time in this commercial back in '95? <laughs> um, French. Um, Jordan Nelson. Nope, Sean. Give me the next clue. <laughs> He's just passing. Wrangler. Brett Favre. Two for Sean. Last oh, one. Favre. Favre. <laughs> Last one. Uh, ha ha. Quinn Dix. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you said ha ha. Oh, yeah. I'll do it a little better. Ha ha. Shorty Nelson. Yes. Yeah, we didn't have. That's the only one remaining. I know, but what, what is that? Nelson from The Simpsons. Oh God, oh, damn! You are horrible. clever with this shit. All right, I would. I think, think that would give it to him. The doctor won, but uh, let's I check think it out. Sean's got it. Sixteen. That last six is a strong six. He only got two though. He passed on the fr- French. Oh yeah. This game is rigged. I'm sorry. We'll have to just stick with the first round. No, it was fun, though. 13, 16, 19, 20. Oh, Cody. Dr. One with 26. I'm sorry, Doofus. How many did I have? What did Doofus have? You had 22, Doofy. Oh. (laughs) Better luck next time. Two two L's tonight. I mean, that was some L's. Thanks for playing, you guys. That was fun. Hey, that was awesome, Drew. Thank you for doing that. Um, that was a legit was game. Good. We should do that more often. Maybe Definitely. we can do it for you guys next week. All right. So, well, thank right. you for that, Drew. That was awesome. So we can jump into the fourth quarter here. Real quick. I know that was kind of a long one, but... Yeah, um, we can fly through this. This is, uh, this is a pretty simple one. What would your guys' ideal job be in sports for any team or any league? Like, What would you guys want to do? Oh, I can start it off here. First, I want to be a a bullpen catcher for the Minnesota Twins. They make uh, ninety thousand dollars a year, and uh, my knees would probably get go out by then. But uh, there's a lot of guys and a lot of articles you can read about. They they love doing it. So that'd be awesome, Cody. Oh, um, team owner, easy. <laughs> yeah. Team owner, a lot of stress. No, it's not. You pay people to take care of that. Yeah, I guess. All right. I don't know. But honestly, if you look at the team, don't you always want to be like the boss's boss? Just own it. Yeah. You don't get your body beat up. 
It's Maybe by the prostitutes, like uh, what's his name, the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's about it. Yeah. I like that. Um, I had, I had a couple. My main one though would would be a PGA Tour caddy. Okay. Nice, like, dude. Good dude, pick. That would I be amazing. That, right? But like, there's a lot of stress with that, Sean. You'd be fired. There, hey, there is and there can be, but at the same time, like if a golfer messes up, like everyone's looking at him, not necessarily you. The golfer might be pissed at you about something, but realistically, like they probably can't take it out on you. They're a professional golfer, like they can fire you at the drop of a hat. But at the same time, like if somebody sh- like if somebody shanks a shot while I'm watching, like nobody's like, oh, their caddy really fucked that one up. Like <laughs> you're just out there and like a rookie caddy coming in makes a hundred grand. And like the top one makes like about 1.7 million. And then there's opportunities for like the sponsorships and shit outside of that. So like, I mean, you're walking around. I mean, I'm sure you get to play a ton of golf at any course you want. Like, I'm sure it's amazing. Um, Basically, so yeah. if you're like a good luck charm. To, to the golfer, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Who was that that tipped his caddy like shit last year? Do you guys remember that? There's a big scandal. He like, uh, he won the tournament and he had a fill in caddy because his caddy couldn't make it. So he had to take one from the clubhouse. And then he gave him like a thousand bucks, even though he won. Oh, I, I remember hearing about that. I can't think of who it is. But yeah, I mean, I think that'd be pretty awesome. The, the other two that I had were a scoreboard a soccer scoreboard operator because like some days you could probably just take a nap and you don't have to do anything (laughs) so you might not get paid a ton but uh you also don't have to do anything maybe push a button three times a a game um and then the last one this would be if if you were a single person who like didn't want any kids or like immediate family or like a constant house to live at i would say like either being like a scout or an agent um, cause I mean, I've talked to some agents and like, they don't even see their home or like, they might not even have an apartment because they just hotel live. Like they just travel from city to city. So it's like, if you're in that kind of mindset where you don't care about that stuff, I think those would be two awesome things. Cause like, how cool would it be to like discover the next Giannis or, um, or even just like represent Giannis or like that one guy who represents LeBron and all those guys now just kind of starting it randomly by waiting by his car. Like that'd be kind of cool. Why would you want to represent someone who can't win a ring? <laughs> Funny. So going back to that caddy, it was Matt Kuchar that tipped his caddy 0.38% of his winnings, and it's Damn. usually customary to do 10%. Matt how, much, how much did he do? 0.38% tip oh for a fill-in. It was a standing. That's, that's um, rough. Yeah, David. And true, I didn't say I was going to represent Carl Anthony Towns. What are you talking about? <laughs> there it was. He'll be, a, he'll be a buck soon. Uh, I have a few other things. Um, co-offensive coordinator for the Iowa Hawkeyes. It's like $350,000 a year. What, what do you need a co-guy for? Like, oh, we're up 20. Just run the ball. Like what, what I don't, I don't get it. That's weird. Uh, that the lastly, I'd be a water boy for the Vikings. Uh, it's a dome. So I would never have to worry about weather. I, I have like like 60 of those guys, don't they? (laughs) Yeah. But you get like 50,000 bucks a year and, uh, I would be like the best water boy ever. I'd put like pre-workout and stuff in people's things, like just hints of it. And then I would like neglect players who aren't performing. Like, no, you're not getting any of this. (laughs) It was last one week. (laughs) (laughs) You ever get pre-workout in your eye? When you're trying to squeeze it like into the mouth, you're gonna <laughs> that would be the worst. Blinded half the team. <laughs> you said a co-offensive coordinator for Iowa Hawkeyes makes how much? Uh like so like 
all like they make three hundred fifty thousand, not just Iowa, but like that's the. But isn't the that crazy average. to think like the the players don't get paid anything, and the Cole offensive coordinators make that's, more than a quarter million bucks? I that's think it. the Ohio State one gets like somewhere near half a mil. I'm pretty that's sure. That's insane. And they, what is every the, team has a co offensive coordinator? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. In case they like, like drop a, dead. That's like a standard thing. Like with every team, they're just like, oh, don't forget to hire your co-offensive coordinator. <laughs> it's like Jared Doodley. Like come in at the last 10 seconds of the game. And in case the offensive coordinator walks off the field, the 10 yeah. seconds left, he's like, oh, it's my time to shine. God, that's amazing. All right. Well, that's a good one. Um, do you guys want to do any name game? Or I know that third quarter took a while. Should we, should we let these people go? Or do you guys yeah. I got to go week? make some pudgy pies. Okay, pudgy pies before the Packer game. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone, don't forget to subscribe to us, follow us, like us, uh, message us about anything you want us to talk about. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate the follows, the likes, the listens, um, any of the answers on our social media. We love it. And uh, yeah, we have an amazing interview coming out. Probably like our most hyped one, I would say, maybe. I mean, everyone has been awesome so far. Um, this guy is very famous, um, so you, you will know who he is, and it is coming out on Friday. Uh, we'll be releasing it with a little quiz on Instagram, so be sure to pay attention. Also, go try out some of the great flavors of pre-workout at buckedup.com. Use our code BROTS20 to receive 20% off. Uh, they have some great pre-workout, protein, apparel. Go get some new stuff for all your workout needs and save some money in the process. Um, otherwise, you guys got anything to say to everyone? Love you guys. Try Bucked Up. It's awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Search the game like your name, Steve Urkel. This-